0: Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. What's happening, Derek? Uh, I don't know. It's
1: uh, I am not acclimated to this weather. I know it's a bit humid, eh? It's the it's the humidity that, that, that gets to me. And it doesn't help that your garage isn't you should air condition
0: your garage. You got some money? <laughs> That's the next thing you can buy is an air conditioner. <laughs> or maybe a dehumidifier. Oh, I just threw one out in the dump back in February. Was it running? Was it ru- did it work? Well it were No, sorry, it was a humidifier.
1: Oh, no, we don't need that. Yeah, with someone
0: up that, that has the tray at the bottom up filled with water. And then there's the round thing. That oh goes yeah, that's puts... a humidifier. That yeah. puts humidity See? into there. We could have swam we could have been sitting in here with some nice cool water. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how it works? <laughs> yeah. It'll we'll get you a fan in here for humid. next week. Then we can sit there and hear this. Um, See, it's not the heat that's bothering me. It's it's the humidity. It's not the heat, so much the humidity. Mm-hmm. You know where you don't have this problem? Where? Vegas. And the prairies. Out oh, in Saskatchewan. Really? Yeah. It's the heat. It's Just the dry heat. It's heat. a dry heat. Yeah, it's not so much humidity. Ontario's a big, humid place. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't it help that we got this massive thing called Lake Ontario down here? <laughs> There's a lot of water there. <laughs> and, and it rained. Ra- and it rained today. And it rained, yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't punch your microphone. <laughs> I just punched it. Yeah. Not used to this new setup out here yet. Yeah. So, uh, what's been happening this week? Nothing.
1: Not too much. You, you My make...
0: family's camping.
1: Where? Uh Eel Provincial Park. Front
0: front camping. Front country camping. Yeah. Car camping. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's open now, isn't it? Mm hmm. Hallelujah. No We're showers. Talk about that. There's no showers so for light, them. What? That's what the lake's for.
1: Yeah. So they've been, yeah, they've been, the kids have been swimming a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. So they went. They brought their bicycles, and they're gonna tool around Presquill and and uh, have a campfire and yada yada yada. They had a lot of rain today, but uh, and it was <laughs> they, I it was uh, 22 degrees last night outdoors at wow. my at my house, and I thought, oh, that must have been horrible for them to sleep. But they said that they were actually cold. But they're surrounded yeah. by water at Prescule, right? Well I was So it would on be Lake trip.
0: Ontario water temperature where the air would be, right? Yeah. I was on my trip last week and which we'll talk about later. Um and it was like thirty to thirty four Celsius, which is like eighty six to <laughs> uh, a billion yeah. Fahrenheit ouch during the day. Yeah. And then at night it was going down to fourteen Celsius. Oh, that's not bad. That's oh, easy to was, sleep in. Oh, that's man. wonderful. Yeah, because I'm sitting there I go to I go to Jump into my my tent there and I was like, okay, just start to cool off a bit. So you're sitting there with just laying on your, on top of your sleeping bag sort of thing. (laughs) And at some point, you know, okay, I'm going to stick my feet in my sleeping bag and then leave the sleeping bag open because I'm going to roll over at one point. I'm going to be freezing and I just got to (laughs) flip that top of the sleeping bag over, right? Not trying to climb into the sleeping bag and fighting and everything (laughs) So yeah, that's what that was it was beautiful to sleep but during, during the day. Yeah. So um yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that a little later. Uh yeah, so I did my trip. You did done nothing. You're well, just no, relaxing it was, at home. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> but yeah, the family went camping, but I, you know, I've, without you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't know what theory. I did on the weekend. What did I do on the weekend? Nobody loves you. I can't you. even remember what I did on the weekend. I'm getting
0: so old. Nothing. You're relaxed. You watch TV. <laughs> oh, we did go visit family. We had a driveway visit. That was good. Oh, they're not in your bubble, so you can't go and visit They
1: them. are in our bubble, but we're we're still being a little bit reluctant to do yeah. too much because uh, Siobhan's mother is uh, is 70-something, so... We're still cautious, cautious on our approach. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, you know what? That's, 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 I think the best thing is, I mean, we're, we're far enough apart here now. Yeah. We're doing our social distancing. Yeah. Thing. I can't even smell you. Yeah. I can't <laughs> even smell me either. I'm so far away. Uh, you know, you're, and, and even still going out and visiting people. And I've actually, I actually went to the store for the first time in what store? Grocery I store. Went, yeah. Grocery store. It's been almost two full months since I was in the grocery store. Yeah. I've been doing all the
1: grocery. Like, Siobhan has been home with the kids, and uh, we can't take the kids to the grocery store. No. So I just do all the gro- I've been doing the grocery shopping since March. Well, that's what they say, one person. Right?
0: Oh, and I filled up my truck three months later. <laughs> I finally filled up my truck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know what? I came to a conclusion. In the Western movies, the cowboys, you know, they're all these crusty old... Yeah angry cowboy guys you know why have you ever had to wear a bandana from your nose down for a long period of time you'd be crusty too (laughs) because with the beard that's what i do right i get the bandana from here and it covers my beard and everything like that if i had to wear that all day yeah Yeah. while riding a horse i'd be pretty crusty too you'd be smelly and crusty smelly and crusty yeah, but, but from my my eyeballs down to my chin, <laughs> <laughs> my beard would have no dust yeah. in it. I I have like this reverse sunburns sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah. There's there's that was the first thing because I had to go uh, do some shopping and stuff for my trip. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's it's like yeah, wow. I haven't been to a store in <laughs> in ages.
1: Yeah, Siobhan hasn't been weird. out to too many places. She's always been home with the kids. And I do all the running around
0: and stuff. Yeah, not me, man. I stay at home and work. (laughs) That's about it. Mow the lawn. (laughs) But yeah, it was it's weird to get out there and you're there because all of a sudden you're sitting there if you haven't been out in a couple months. The first thing you're thinking is, how am I supposed to do this? Okay, what are are people doing? Yeah, I haven't. Am I going to get like some old lady just just going to town on me? Yeah, just howling because I'm done something wrong. Yeah, exactly. You know. Someone's grandma's standing too close. Someone's grandma's gonna beat the crap out of me yeah. or something because I've done something, followed the arrows wrong. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you know There wasn't a lot of people in there when I went anyway, so but uh what ha- oh, so something that came out this week and I'm waiting for the rest of the story. Oh yes. The rest of the The rest
1: it's, of the story. So it's there's two trains of thought here. Like it's it's very disturbing. But it's also mm-hmm. a little bit funny because you know that, that everybody, it turned People out okay. People been there. It turned there. out okay.
0: It turned out okay, but you're just, it's more of a, oh my God, I know. factor. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently two women went on a five day canoe trip. On the Spanish river. On the Spanish river and just north of Sudbury in Ontario. And I guess near the end of it, there was a big heated argument. Yeah. And one of the women took the canoe and... And left. Booked it. (laughs) Left. The other lady had to
1: blow up her sleeping pad. She was left there with the tent and minimal supplies. Yeah. And she had no cell service. So she did the only thing that she could do. Because she's stranded now without a boat mm-hmm. up the Spanish River, she's up the river without a paddle, without a,
0: without of anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she and so this is brilliant. It's uh, I imagine a lot of people would have thought the same thing, but when I first heard of it, it's like, well, that's brilliant. That's a good way to escape, right? Yeah, she blew up her thermarest and, and floated, floated her floated her fanny down the river. Yeah. Until she found cell service. Called her husband,
0: who called the OPP. And And then search and rescue came and picked her up. I'm waiting to find out the rest of the story. I know. Something bad happened there. Because you know
1: what? How bad is it that you'd abandon somebody? Like, that's unconscionable.
0: Unconscionable. I've been on trips where I've looked at people and said, you know what? (laughs) if we were things are
1: getting a little spicy
0: yeah <laughs> you better I, watch yourself in your sleep I'm I'm going fishing for a couple of hours yes. I'll see you later sort of thing but it would never occur to me to actually just leave yeah. like somebody there like I, I unless I, of course you're solo in your own canoe and they're solo <laughs> in their canoe sort of thing then. Yeah. you know what you go that way and we'll go this way and we'll never trip together again Yeah. sort of thing but yeah, but yeah
1: abandon yeah. her so she she probably she just brought the basic necessities to float down the river. So with a tent and packs and everything is still. Back I gotta on think site. they just left all that. Yeah, she, she would have just you left all that. You can't bring it. It's like no. there's unless she had a waterproof bag. Like a coat pack it. to tow it, yeah. right? I don't know. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be hard pressed to leave stuff behind unless you really. Had I would have to. packed everything up and stashed
0: it. Yeah, on a right. Tree. And then go back later. And come and back and in a week uh, on another yeah. trip with my husband this time, or yeah. well, you know, my wife or whatever. But unless her, it's her and everybody just yeah. hates her. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's. I, I'm waiting to find out the rest of the story.
1: I know. It's right? there's going to be something. It's going to be interesting. It, though, so they did say the, uh, the. It would have been the OPP. They did say that uh, they notified the woman who left in the canoe that uh, charges would be pending. They have contacted her. They got in touch with her. And and so whenever she presents herself to them, she will be charged. Yeah. They said, uh, what was it? They said there's two charges, um, endangerment and another one that I can't remember what it was, but it didn't make sense.
0: I would definitely think endangerment. Like yeah. Endanger, like endangering yeah. somebody's life by doing... Yes doing that so anyway uh when i was getting my stuff together i have a knife i bring along on all my kunu trips do you bring one with you i always bring a knife now i I bring multiple knives i bring two Mm -hmm. one that's always attached to my pfd yeah right and one on my belt yes I used to way back in the day, you know, I always had that jackknife. You'd bring out that Swiss Army knife. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Had the one blade yeah. and the second blade and the, the screwdriver, the can opener, the bottle opener, the toothpick, the the tweezer, all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Swiss Army knife. That eventually went the way of the dodo for a single nice blade on my on my hip, yeah. on my belt loop there. When I finished up my winter camping this year because i know i had it on my last winter camping trip <laughs> lost i it? put it somewhere i remember bringing it home and unpacking it but i don't remember where i put it <laughs> so it got me thinking about knives because i was on my trip on the weekend and yeah did not have my belt knife i had the one on my my uh my my pfd so i'm just thinking you bring the single blade on your pfd do you bring a folding blade? So I've got three. I've got, uh, it's like a scuba
1: diving scissor knife. It's got, it's got a serrated edge. It's got uh, a rope cutting thing. It, uh, it's got a blunt tip. It's got, uh, so, and, and unhooked the little thing and it turns into a pair of scissors. That's always on my life jacket. Okay. And, uh, and then I have the knife in a sheath off my hip and in my pocket, I carry a folding, one of those, uh, just small it's kind of like a uh, like a a side cutter blade in it, a replaceable side cutter blade,
0: okay, and uh so it's just a folding thing right okay, because the ones I've seen most people like I say they have the like you said the scuba scuba, <clears throat> scuba yeah. diving style knife on your PFd yeah. right yeah or they have a single blade that fits in a sheath on your your hip, yeah, a folding blade or the old ones, the brown ones they uh, used to have the you, you pop the blade out. You do whatever. Yeah. And then you had to press the Push button. Push the tab. Yeah. And close it. Or the Leatherman style. Because when Leatherman, what, eight to ten years ago, started really becoming big, you got this little thing on your, your belt. Yeah. That you pull out this Leatherman tool and it's uh, there's a couple blades in it. There's the can opener, bottle opener. There's a pair of pliers when you fold it open sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Those become popular. I... I... Used
1: to carry one, and the last time I remember, what was it? Uh, not last year, but the year before, the uh, you know, the little aluminum L bracket that holds your seat, yeah. So I was glad that I had it, the, the uh, the leatherman with me because I used it to, to bend that loop to tie rope to, to hold the seat back together, right? Right, and it's still like that, it's still that semi repair with rope <laughs> i haven't repair, replaced the l-bracket even ain't broken more <laughs> exactly well, it why works. mix it <laughs> it works <laughs> but without that gerber is and i've been on trips before where that l-bracket has broke before as well and uh, i've just uh, put a like a uh a nalgene bottle under the seat so right. the nalgene
0: bottles support in the seat Right. Yeah, we've had that issue before where our front seat broke and we just stuffed a sleeping bag That's mm-hmm. yeah. before we had the yeah. little compact ones. We had yeah. the big ones, yeah. so you would wedge that under and you're mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, that's why it works."
1: But yeah, the, so the Leatherman do it does occasionally come in handy. Yeah, like uh, the screws backed out of my yoke one year, and I used the uh, the Leatherman to screw the screws back in. But it's just it's one of those things it's like oh so much weight do i really want to bring it
0: well and see that's why i've never brought one mm-hmm. but this this time i had to bring now i've got one of them that i keep in my truck that in case something yeah. happens i've got a leatherman yeah. in there that I can do whatever sort of thing yeah. but but no I've, i always have that one and it's a multi-purpose one that i keep on my hip single blade that you just pull out yeah. you know it, it doesn't fold or anything like that mm-hmm. I'll do everything from cutting steak to carving sticks yeah. To, yeah. you know, um, if need be, I can, I can fully a fish with it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> if there's germs out there. I'm catching them. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. Uh, you know, people look, Ugh. you <laughs> use ever? I use like, it for yeah, everything. Yeah. I wipe it off. I wash it, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, and it just felt weird not having it on my hip this past year. You're month. so used to it. Yeah. I'm just so used to having it there and I got it. It's around here somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I ended up taking, I had one of those uh, folding ones, yeah. the big old folding ones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I ended up taking that one with me. And it was always in my pocket, but I don't like having stuff in my pockets in case I decide, you know what, it's a hot day, I'm going for a swim.
1: Oh, you lose it. And yeah. then,
0: or you lose it, or everything gets soaked and you're pulling it out. And I got to remember to dry this off, or it's going to yeah. rust, or yeah. whatever. So anything like that, um, I don't keep any in my gear. I don't keep a knife in my gear. I keep it on my PFD. I keep it on my belt. And I try not to keep anything in my pockets. So I'm impressed. You've said
1: PFD multiple times, a half a dozen times. You never once said PDF. Not yet. Normally you
0: do. You know why? Because (laughs) I've been thinking about that. (laughs) There's been a couple of pauses. (laughs) And now I'm going to say it 20 times in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm just just curious about what kind of blades people use out there. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been looking at buying a new one, a new blade. Oh, okay, a new a new knife. You like say with wood handle or something, and nothing too funky. Yeah. But you look at some of these ones are like a couple hundred bucks, and I know that's my you, big thing is like,
1: uh, yeah, what if I lose it. You want something with you if you're going back your camping or on a whitewater trip or whatever stuff like that. You have to be willing to lose it. Yeah, right?
0: but when I'm looking at like a $190 knife yeah, plus tax.
1: Yeah, it's a nice knife. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to be
0: pretty annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> if I waltz out of the woods, I go to grab it and it's not in the sheath because yes. it's fallen out. Yes. Oh, I'm going to be fuming. <laughs> and I'm going to sit there for the next two hours thinking, where did I lose it? And should I backtrack across those 20 portages and see if I can yeah. find it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, just curious what anybody else is using out there. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're using like just a cheapo, doesn't matter if I lose it or. Now I know Kevin Callen has that neck one. Oh yes. That goes around. I think he got that from Canadian outdoor uh, yeah. co-op there.
1: And John Van Berger. he always carries
0: one around his neck too. Does he? Yeah. Um, there's different styles I've looked at and. Of course, the the funky Damascus steel ones, which I'm sort yes. of, they're cool, but they're I'm thinking nice, they're not but... not as good as a regular. There's a whole thing about the type of material mm-hmm. and that it's made of, and yeah. there's apparently stronger blades out there. Those ones just look really cool. Yeah, and, you know, it's so I, nice. I think yeah, it's it's to have. It's expensive to have, but is it going to do with what you what you need exactly sort of thing? So yeah, just curious what other people are using out there besides just the. The one on your life jacket and the the one in a jackknife in your pocket. Yeah, Do people even call them jackknives anymore. Swiss Army knife. I don't know. I've never heard jackknife. Really? Oh, jackknife.
1: Jack yes. Knife. Yeah, yes. we used to call yes. it a jackknife. Yeah, that's one that has all a folding the folding blade. Yeah, all the pieces that come out. I remember as a kid, we there's I had a couple of them, and uh, they didn't have locking blades, and that was yeah. very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that they have locking blades nowadays.
0: Yeah. No, we always knew them as jackknives. Yeah, yeah. Once everybody kid, started getting Swiss Army I, knives. I haven't heard that term in so long. Yeah. Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. Vintage. Yes. The vintage, <laughs> vintage edition. Vintage terms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you haven't heard the term. I I still call them jackknives, but everybody, yeah. oh, I got a Swiss Army knife. Oh, you mean a jackknife. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize the jackknife as just it's it just flipped open one of those yeah. flip open ones yeah, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. one or two blades or something but it doesn't yeah. have all the extra no scissors and tweezers yeah, and yeah. yeah 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 it's a Swiss Army knife
1: eyebrow pluckers and yeah so yeah what kind of knife do you use let us know yes so yeah so make sure you make note on the your posting for the episode
0: tell us about your knife tell us about your knife
1: And they can respond on the uh, posting
0: yeah. Uh, the other thing, well, the only other thing that I have here is YouTube. I was Googling some YouTube again. <laughs> I'm Googling the tube. Do you know how many videos there are of people, especially kayaks, sit on top kayaks, people customizing them to put like a five horsepower engine? I've never even heard of it. Until recently, <laughs> I wouldn't. I can't even remember why I was looking because... I know people they used to put them on canoes you'd have the little attachment yes thingies i've that seen you put on canoes like a yeah. trolling motor or something yeah. like that are way back in the day a little two two horsepower yeah. or something yeah. like we're talking like the 50s or yeah. something like that you know but i'm thinking okay well uh somebody oh because somebody we know that that follows us and 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 whatnot on um our our social media Hurt his hand. And he had some surgery, and he wants to go kayaking. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Virgil. <laughs> and he says, you know, I can't go, so don't don't post all this stuff. And I'm thinking, well, put a motor on your kayak. There you go. He's, he's a kayak. Yeah. And that got me just googling motors, kayaks, and some. <laughs> 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 Google it. There's this one kayak. The guy he's put up he's totally refurbished the back of this sit-on-top kayak mm-hmm. to put this five point five. There's a sliding seat. Yeah. Yeah. So he can so he you can know balance, balance the, yeah. the counterweight sort of thing. A very long throttle arm. <laughs> and this thing goes. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't be carrying any other gear. This is just specifically for speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like this rocket yeah. going across the lake. And it's like that that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. That is cool. You know? Um but yeah that's that's <laughs> If you want some fun looking at some of these things, It's, <laughs> I think it was only about a 12-minute video, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he shows him doing what he did to to take the back. There's things on the back that he knocked off and mm-hmm. melted some plastic to cover up the holes. And he yeah. built this whole thing. Number one, that's too much work for me. And if I can't just like mount it on whatever's existing, yeah, I'm not putting motor on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he went through the whole thing, built this whole box, at the, like a transom box at the back and everything. Yeah. And Cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Google kayaks and canoes with motors. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> Something you brought to my attention. Yes. Uh, David Parker down in New Zealand. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The paper mache
1: canoe. When I first, I can't remember who brought this to my attention. Was it me? But somebody did. It was, maybe it was Van Berger or somebody. But anyways, I came across this, uh, it's a YouTube video. It's uh, So during COVID, this guy in New Zealand, he's like looking for a project. And so he uh, he built himself a paper mache canoe. And we're not talking just a, a cheesy slap together thing. He did a really good job. This is like professionally done. And you can see by the tools he has and and how he built it that he's very well he's very well experienced in the making of canoes.
0: Well, he built cedar strip
1: canoes, yes. right? And he used his cedar stripper as a mold. As the mold. Yeah. As a mold. So what he did is uh, <laughs> it's such a neat idea. So he took the pages of a canoe craft book and uh so the very first layer was the canoe craft book so when you're in the canoe you look down at the bottom of the canoe inside and you see all the pages of the building of a canoe the canoe craft book <laughs> it was like that's it, i just thought that was amazing it's, it's such a good look so he the first layer inside would have been the canoe craft book then he did uh varying layers of like newsprint and paper and uh and so on and then he uh he fiberglassed the inside and outside and uh, then he slipped it off the mold, and then he put the gunnels and the thwarts and the nose piece, tail piece. It's a really good-looking canoe. Like it, it's very well done.
0: Well, we'll post the video on our site because he yeah. he does a little uh, time lapse yeah. thing. Uh, but yeah, basically, he just laid a piece of this. Light blue plastic over a just, canoe that he had yep. just finished building. Just
1: to protect it from touching his good canoe. Yeah. Because that's what he used and as that's, a mold.
0: Yeah. And that's what he started doing is on that blue plastic, light thin yeah. plastic. He just laid out He just canoe started craft. putting out the canoe craft yeah. pages with the paper mache stuff. And then he used paper, 12 layers of paper. Yeah. And he was. it looks like he was alternating between newspaper and just plain white, yeah. almost printer paper. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, which is cool. But I again, just you know, being the lazy guy can be. When he took that off, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then he, well, he threw before he took that out. He threw the first, the bottom layer of only one layer of fiberglass. Yeah. He, a sheet there. He put on the bottom. Yeah. Then he took it off the 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 mold. Mm-hmm. Took out that blue uh, plastic, plastic sheet and then put a layer of fiberglass on the inside. Yeah. Which would okay. Well, that's cool. But then he went totally to town on the gunnels and a gunnel cap to make sure no water got yep. into the paper. He, he did a good the job. Deck, it like was amazing. The deck, like the 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 end decks and stuff like that, yeah. the gunnels, thwarts, everything. like, wow. Yeah, like yeah, just watching him do all this really fast. You can tell he does this a lot. Yes, you know he has all the all the the woodworking tools in his garage yeah. there, right? But it's neat that he. Built a canoe out of a book about
1: building canoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would,
0: well, and he says, he says something about, you know, he didn't want to see his newspaper all the time. Yeah. So he'd have, and that's what, that's exactly what he says yeah. having that, that, yeah. uh, so canoe trip. Such a great idea. is It really was a good idea. Yeah. But what gets me now I'm liking it to, it have to be about the, the same or a little bit less than a skin on frame canoe. Mm-hmm but he's saying it's about the same or maybe a little bit less than an actual cedar strip canoe.
1: Yeah, you do have the weight of the fiberglass. This probably the fi- the fiberglass sheeting and and the and the and the you know, the fiberglass coating would uh that would be probably a good portion of the weight. Yeah.
0: Because the paper itself, well, I guess that'd be the plaster. Now our plaster so he What's in the paper mache? I don't know Is if that he like actually- glue and water? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's got to have some weight to it then it's good yeah once the water goes away so i don't did he say is the weight of the canoe did no he, no he didn't i didn't say. see a weight of it at but all it looked he just like said it, would it was have been similar pretty light yeah he says i don't know the exact weight of it but it's about the same as a cedar a cedar canoe maybe a bit lighter yeah you know so i don't i thought it would be a lot lighter than that but it sure paddled pretty good
1: yes yeah it's, it's a good looking canoe yeah
0: you know what like. <laughs> so he says, you know, he'll maybe put a solo seat in it, yeah, which will up the thing. So I mean, he could be um, portaging it and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah, yeah, it was a pretty cool looking yeah, pretty project. Brilliant. I liked it. Could you imagine being in school and say, okay, you got to make something for a paper mache project and you show up <laughs> with that? <laughs> I think we yeah. had to make like heads on a balloon or something. Yeah, yeah, when we were in school. But that was yeah, that was a pretty cool, uh, pretty wild. Pretty wild that it actually turned out, but you know what? Like, as, like we've been saying, like with COVID nineteen, people are being really creative you because get lots they're stuck of time. at home. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. And for somebody to do that in their garage. Yeah. Now, did you see the Caesar Strip canoe that he built? That he uses the mold. That he uses. That mold? was a nice. That was a nice looking boat. That was a nice looking boat. Yeah. yeah. That was a yeah. really nice looking boat. So, David Parker of New Zealand. Good tip of the hat to you, buddy. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. So let's take a quick break here and we're going to come back. We're going to, I'm calling it disappointing trips. Yeah. Because everybody thinks, oh, you're going on for a new trip. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. 99 they, times out of a hundred it is. Yeah. But it's that one time. Let's just talk about that one time. Shall yes. We? We'll be right back.
1: Hi, this is Derek Sparst. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, You can find out more by checking us out at PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us
0: know how we're doing, please drop us a line.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Let's talk about disappointing trips. And and there are disappointing trips. Like
1: there nothing, are. Not everything goes right. Like I've had trips that were... I, I still, hey, that was a fun trip, but some things went wrong or some things happened. Yeah. So in the
0: end, I had a fun trip out there, but yeah, you know. So I had planned a four-day trip yeah. this past weekend. I'm not going to mention what lake I was on and all that sort of stuff, but... The trip, you know, you go in for four days, get to a nice sight, do some swimming, do a lot of fishing, doing some exploration among portages to different yep. lakes and and all that. Have your campfires and and all that, and have a nice trip out. Nice easy drive home, no must, no fuss. Have a great time, relax. Yeah, just decompress. That was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> And I think part of the problem that happened with this trip that was a bit of a, do- a disappointment was the fact that front country camping was not open. So everybody had made back country trips. Yeah. Plans. So it's... It- and it's not a lot, a lot... Well, a lot... And I'll, I'll guarantee you because I did talk to a few people that were out there and from social media... It isn't people that are experienced yes. or have even been backcountry canoe tripping
1: before, and you can see that because like people lost their May two four weekend and you know the big first trip of the year, the party weekend, and so everybody's yeah. like chomping at the bit to get out there. You still can't do frontcountry camping, so it's like oh, that's us pile into the backcountry. So it's people who don't have knowledge of the proper etiquette knowledge of the proper way to do things they're not as experienced they don't know maybe they don't know about backcountry camping Mm -hmm. and so they do front country style camping in In the the backcountry
0: backcountry. yeah now we've talked before i mean some of the social media sites that the both of us are on you know you're getting these people questioning hey you know does anybody yeah. know crown land and exactly and all
1: that sort of stuff or, I'm, I'm used or, to car camping but i want to try crown land it's like you're gonna do right off the bat
0: crown Land camping without ever doing backcountry are you nuts yeah and yeah and it's just like there's a lot of people that are going and as i talked earlier i was on seeing people coming up and down uh, portages and they're going in to the backcountry yeah. with Big bags of ice. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, and I, I'm just looking like, where are you what going? What is going? It's 30 degrees plus Celsius, yeah. 86 Fahrenheit. Yeah, your ice is done and by you, morning. By the time, <laughs> you're lucky half that bag is still alive. If you, by that time you get <laughs> right into your sight. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, yeah, you're looking at the people going like, oh man. Yeah. What are you thinking? So, and with that is, I mean, it is now. I don't want to come across as being a, a, a snob or anything like You're that. Right, because right. everybody does start somewhere. Sure. But in all my previous years, there's never this many people yeah. starting their first trips mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's there's not. That. Now, the lake I, I I went to, I've been to many times over the years. It, I, I really enjoy the lake. I have never seen it this busy or this loud. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So yeah, so I went in with this expectation of serenity. You know, this is going to be a nice, nice peaceful weekend because I do need the break. I need some, some peace and quiet. Yeah. Just sit out in the lake, nice quiet lake in the evening, do some evening fishing or something. And, you know, sit around my campfire hearing the, you know, the, the crickets and the, yeah. you know, the frogs and, and, and all that sort of stuff and relax. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> what I got was not something that. completely different. Yeah. So my drive up was really nice. The I loaded up my 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 uh, my canoe, got everything out. I had a chat with there's a one of the, the local outfitters who was dropping off a bunch of canoes. So him and I were chit-chatting while he's unloading canoes and I'm unloading my truck and all that, getting my canoe and that ready. We're chit-chatting back and forth, having a great conversation about canoes tripping, fishing, the whole meal. I'm thinking, this is going to be great. You know, just having this nice getting in the zone. I'd say my toodly doos He heads off in his truck. I head off on the water. Nice paddle in, portage, lake, portage, lake, doing some fishing along the way. Didn't catch crap. (laughs) (laughs) It was sweltering hot by 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, whatever i'll get to my site i know i've got my hammock i can sit back in the in the shade because I've, I've been on this site the or sorry the site i was hoping to get yeah i've been on that site before well it was the one that, that that we met up with you yes. before uh head out head in the back there put the the hammock up sit in some shade lay in some shade relax you know that sort of thing go first thing in the morning when it's cool go in the evening when it's cool that sort of deal managed to get the site and it was destroyed Hmm. there was garbage everywhere the last thing i want to do when i get to a backcountry campsite is clean other people's garbage yes i had a small garbage bag filled with garbage that Hmm. i whatever i couldn't burn i had to bring out yeah i shouldn't have had to bring bring that out no it it should not have been left
2: there Mm -hmm.
0: i remember when i was the last time i was there there was a really nice camp a fire yeah pit. the fire pit was really it was a built a really really well. nice yeah. fire pit scattered just destroyed destroyed absolutely destroyed hmm. so after I set up my tent and all that I first thing I had to do was take an hour and rebuild the entire fire pit yeah which shouldn't have to do that no, you know so you can definitely tell it was a people that didn't know what they were doing yeah or b people that really didn't care no uh, obviously yeah that, you know, I'll yeah. ah, we'll just leave garbage here. Why, why, we don't have to take all this out. Mm-hmm. Somebody will come and clean it maybe. Like, yeah.
1: Housekeeping will get it in the morning. Housekeeping will get it in the
0: morning. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, a couple lakes in, they got. And
1: so the parks, the backcountry had only been open for what, a week? hmm By that time?
0: Two weeks, a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 So it's weeks, like,
1: no. so it, it's, it. this is not something that's been ongoing. This is like probably the first people to stay on that site. I was, before, yeah, I think, I think the first asses, or second right? group to stay yeah. on
0: the site just trashed it. Hmm. absolutely cut trees green living trees yeah. were cut and left wow they're not going to burn why are you cutting them down exactly right so again this is the i, I had to think it was some of the person people that were there person people i don't know yeah that were there before me had f- so used to front country camping yeah now like i said i don't know for sure i'm this is just from experience what i'm, sure. I'm, I'm going with um so yeah they they didn't know that well Cause you're, I mean, if you're front country camping, you're pretty much used to just going and buying a bag of wood from front of office, yeah, or bringing your own or whatever. Green wood, brand new, living trees yeah, aren't going to burn. In, yeah. So why are you cutting them down mm-hmm. and just leaving them there? Yeah. You know, and you can see it was like hacked with a with a hatchet. Yeah. Um, so okay, whatever. So clean up the site, rebuild the fire pit. I get my my tent up and okay, get all my stuff ready to go here. Everything's all situated. I got my camp up like I want it. Let it cool down a little bit and I'll go sit and read for a bit, relax. Because I've been up early because, you know, I'm the guy that leaves at yeah. 3, 4 in the morning. Maybe catch a little hour snooze and then I'll head out and do some afternoon fishing. And like I say, there's a lot of things sometimes that you have no control over <laughs> that that really just add to the disappointment of a trip. Uh, have a negative impact sure. guess, of a trip. So of course I had no control over the people that destroyed yeah. the fire pit. No control over the people that trash left trash everywhere. No control over the people that just killed trees, left it everywhere mm-hmm. that I had to clean up and stuff. Nor did I have control over I set my hammock up and it ripped in half. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah, I've had this thing for three years. There's never I always inspect myself. looks good. Not a problem. Not a tear. Not oh, a no. thread. Nothing. I sat in it. Uh. And I've actually <laughs> lost weight. So it's not like, you know, lost well, you and your big fat ass. Yeah. No. no! <laughs> I'm actually lighter this year than I was last year when I used it all summer. And I'm just sitting there like sitting on the ground with this hammock up around my neck <laughs> <laughs> so they're going what's really <laughs> really this is day one <laughs> and it's not even the end of day one yeah. so the thing about this site which is exactly and i opted to leave my chair at home because i got a little one of those little yeah helinox type chairs but you have a hammock why bring the chair i wasn't yeah leave the, ha- the, the 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 chair at home save some weight because I'm, you know, trying to get into that save weight thing, yep. leave the chair at home. The hammock is lighter, smaller, no problem. I can sit in that. I can lay in that, <laughs> you know, in this, in the, and of course, you know, I knew there was benches there, Yeah. but with this site, it gets full on afternoon sun. So I knew I would want to be sitting back in the shade, Yeah. not right at the fire pit. And I'm not making a big fire at that time of day anyway, so. Yeah. You know, I brought a Kelty tarp. Okay. Unfortunately, in order to get some shade near the fire pit, you had to situate the, tar- the, the tarp, tarp <laughs> in such a way. There was just a slight breeze blowing Yeah. that the tarp cut off that breeze. <laughs> so you're sitting under this tarp stifling in the heat. <laughs> and I'm just like, <sighs> this is not fun. Now. Positive. No bugs. There was a couple mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. Just a couple of mosquitoes and that was it. Awesome. I'm thinking, okay, everybody's been talking about all these bugs. And usually in June there's bugs. Yep. No, nah, it was fantastic. So damn hot. <laughs> there was yeah, it was so hot. And like I said there was that slight breeze coming yeah. across. But like, like you tilt the tarp a certain way, you've totally cut that breeze off. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, you know what? So I'm sitting on the ground back against these trees with the sap running down. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I just don't care. I just don't care at this point. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, it's, it's met a couple people on portages and stuff like that. And that was a whole thing. I was going to do some ex- exploration yeah. stuff. Whatever. Great mood. You know, I'm, 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 I'm annoyed now. This was just <laughs> what Thursday after Thursday evening. Yeah. You know, late late afternoon, I guess. I'm kind of annoyed about all the things that happened during the day. You know what? It's cooling down. I'm gonna get a fire going, make my dinner, everything like that. And it was just so hot, I've been guzzling water. You got these electrolyte things that yep. didn't really mix in with water. So you're drinking water powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this is disgusting. But it's electrolytes going into you to yeah. you know I'll make my steak and I got my my peppers and onions going on the on the stove and oh, this is going to be a great dinner, cool down, have a nice fire. And then the three party sites started. Oh no. Three different sites. One to my left, one to my right, and one right across the, uh, the lake. They start going. And usually on this lake, I mean, you can hear somebody fart on this side. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quiet lake. Yeah. You know? So somebody, excuse me, you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, so then the three party sites go. And I was like, oh, Whatever. Relax, just ignore sit around it. the fight, ignore it, yeah. that sort of stuff. Tomorrow's a great day. I'm just tired. I'm getting annoyed. I'm tired. It's been a long day. It's really hot and that sort of stuff. So, you know, like I say, it's, it's all these little things that you don't have control over. Exactly. That just sort of add up, add up, add up, <laughs> add up. Yeah. Got to bed. Oh, it was a beautiful night's sleep. Like I say, went down to 15, 14, 15. Nice sleep. Slept like a baby. Get up the next morning, going to get up early, won't have breakfast. I'm going to go and do some paddling, some fishing. Didn't catch a thing.
2: <laughs> Not a,
0: Got a couple of nibbles, yeah. but nothing was really, really biting. Mm-hmm. Talked to a couple other people that were out fishing, and they're like, yeah, we've been here for a few days, haven't caught a thing. Huh. <sighs> this is going to be great. <laughs> I switched up different lures, different setups, different baits. I even took trail mix and put it on all different bits of my trail mix. Anything. I mean, we used to do that with like little mini marshmallows or bacon or whatever just to put. I know out out west, you know, if you catch a fish and you gut them, use fish guts because they'll. Yeah. As as bait because they'll eat it, right? Nothing I tried with. Nothing. (laughs) Like I said, I had a, a a few nibbles and stuff. Yeah. But I got out and did some exploration and some fishing, and then it started getting, And again, mid morning, it was baking again. Huh. So back to the site, had some trail mix, really wasn't, really was not hungry at all. Uh, and when it gets really hot, like I don't eat a lot when I'm in the backcountry anyway, but when it gets that hot, you can't eat. All yeah. I'm doing You're is appetite. guzzling. Yeah. I'm guzzling, guzzling, guzzling and uh yeah so playing dodge the sun all day sitting in the back <laughs> in the shade in the trees with like i say sap running yeah every time you move something oh, you know, oh there's more <laughs> sap and to have to scrub off later and and it's on your hands yeah, and, yeah. And, and all that sort of stuff uh doing a couple portages and stuff like that and the the you know, other people were doing, oh, we're going to check out this lake and go yeah. check out that lake. Other people that were that were on the lake, I was on, yeah, we're going to go to these other lakes because, you know, on the map it shows these other lakes and stuff and just do some day trips and stuff. No portage etiquette at all. Oh, yeah. Even people coming the other way, you know, if you got a canoe, step to the side. I'll step to the side if you're coming at me with a canoe. If I'm coming at you while I'm carrying a canoe, step to the side. Yeah. No. None of it. Hmm. No portage etiquette whatsoever. Wow. You know, so and yeah, and I get to the end of one portage. There's enough room for one canoe, and somebody's gone back for their second load and left the canoe, and in left the the canoe right there. I was <laughs> like, oh. and of course, like I say, I mean, this comes with experience. Yeah, they they just don't know. But this seems to be a whole lot of so many people. Yeah. that just don't know. There's no experience going in this year. Yeah, and I'm, there there's a reason for it. I'm you know, so that's why I'm like I'm not. Trying to kill anybody with a canoe paddle or yeah. or anything like that you say yeah just so you know when you're doing stuff and that's exactly it. the experienced people have to be friendly enough to say hey listen just so you know yeah. when you're doing if, you, if you're going to do there's a better way to do there's a better doing. way to do stuff there is a thing, a thing called canoe etiquette so i explained that to a couple of people that said oh this is our first time out and we've never done that so let me tell you here's, mm-hmm. here's what you got to do and just just so you know when you're going back for your second load don't leave your canoe there because people are coming or like i yeah. say I, I'm sitting here with my canoe, waiting for you yeah. guys to come back, so you can get all your stuff out of the way. And they're, like, of course, they apologize yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool because they could have totally been douchey and said, "Yeah, they could have been jerks about it." Yeah, and, and said, well, <laughs> "Well, you can just wait then." At <laughs> which point, I would have had to whip out a paddle and beat the crap out of them, <laughs> but poke a hole in the canoe, poke a hole in the canoe. So did all of that, and you know, had 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 a, a decent day that way. And again, like I say. When it was so so hot, getting back in, what really did it? Like I say, I I knew that the the nighttime parties were coming again on the the Friday night. Got my fire going. Really wasn't hungry. Didn't didn't even eat dinner. I just was not. It was so hot. Yeah. Just was not hungry. I figured when it cools down, I'll get get hungry. Ten o'clock at night, pitch black. Got my headlamp on. You know, moving around the site a bit. Got the fire going. Look over. There's people on my site. On your site. On my site. They come on my site. Oh, there's somebody here. I'm walking around with a headlamp on and yeah. I got a fire going. Like a yeah. good sized fire going. And your canoe's probably on the shore. My canoe's on the shore. The tent's set up. I got a tarp set up. Oh, there's somebody here. Huh. And that's sort of when I... Okay, you know what? I know where they're... At that point, I'm starting to get annoyed. Yeah, (laughs) enough's enough. Enough's enough. So you know what? Like I say, I had fun. I enjoyed myself with with doing what I was doing. The relaxation and the getting away from everybody definitely wasn't there. Yeah. So in that aspect, it was a disappointing trip. Hmm. The getting away from the city... I sort of looking at the the, the, pros, uh, the pros and pros. Yeah, cons yeah, yeah. of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So the next morning, I, I once I told those people, like guys, it's ten. O'clock. Why are you coming in at ten o'clock at night? Yeah. yeah, when it's pitch dark. Yeah, out. You know, you pass like a, a couple of sites on the way in. You know, the majority when you look around the the, the lake, you can see other yeah fire, fires fires <laughs> going. Yeah. Um. So it's like, yes, yeah, so you know what? I know what's going to happen. So I made the, sort of the, the conscious decision. I'm going to get up in the morning. Whenever I get up, I get up. Yeah, I'll go and do some fishing or something. But I think I'm going to pack up a day early, get all my stuff together, make a nice, easy, slow trip out, nice and relaxing trip. Because I know the Sunday rush. Yeah. You don't want to be all in All these people yeah. fighting. And just from the ones I've seen already. Yeah. That that aren't experienced enough. You know you're going to be sitting there. It's going to be a crap show. It's going to be a crap show. And so it's like, you know what? Okay. It's been a disappointing trip to an extent that I've had to deal with all this stuff. Cut out early. Had a really nice trolled all the way out. Hit a yeah. couple spot. spots. Still didn't catch crap. I actually made a post on our, our Facebook page. I saw Here's it. a picture yeah. of all my fish and a couple extra pictures. Yeah. And there's no pictures Love of fish. fish. <laughs> so at the end of the so yeah, so I did that. I got I got back out. Actually, uh there was another couple that came out. There was more people going in, hauling cooler, like big coolers and stuff. Going in on Saturday. Going in on Saturday. And I'm thinking, I, I don't know where you're going on this Saturday, but um okay, you know, and, and part of me was like,, ah, well, you know what, they're gonna learn. I mean, for all I knew, they were just going out on the first lake. Yeah, so okay, throw a cooler in your canoe because you're not portaging it, but mm-hmm. so I just let, let them go. But there's another guy that they uh, him and his wife, girlfriend, whichever were were coming out. Um, and he saw my boat and we were chatting canoes and stuff like that. So I had that nice little ending chat before I, yeah, hit the road sort of deal. So at the end of the day, if you're going in thinking every trip is going to be fantastic, <laughs> you know, you, you go in there thinking, like I said, you go in there thinking this is what it's going to be like. And there's all these things that maybe you will have absolutely no control exactly. over yeah. that are just going to put a damper on that entire, mm-hmm. and I'm sure like, I mean, people that have been tripping for years have all run into it one point or another. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, by the time I get home and people say, so how was your trip? You know what? I'm not even going to talk about it right now. <laughs> and you have time a day or two to think about it. I'm, I'm sort of of two minds. Number one, first off, I hope all the people that got out there for the first time. Yeah. Realize, you know what? This is what backcountry camping is about. We had a good time. I'm definitely going to do it again, but I'm going to do this differently. I'm not going to haul a cooler in. I'm definitely not bringing bags of ice. Not bringing 10 pounds I'm of ice. I'm hoping that as annoyed as I was, that they actually learned from their experience, yeah. can change some things and you know, do more research into start asking questions and go back out again with a total different mindset that I'm not going back there to party. I'm going back there to do some fishing, do some exploring, you know, sit around the campfire. I mean, there's a point where, yeah, you guys are getting loud sort of still, but there's a point where, you know, most people are probably heading to to bed or quieting down on the lake. Absolutely. Um, You know, they're going back with a mindset that next time I go back. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. I've learned a few things. I'm going to go, maybe we're, we're leaving Billy Bob home because he was an idiot, (laughs) you know, uh, maybe I'm not bringing the axe and chopping all this stuff down. They're gonna they're gonna ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I say, when you're, when you're bringing in bags of ice, that, that's one thing. Hopefully, you, you'll start to ask the question or realize, yeah, that didn't last the day, so <laughs> that was pretty hard on the portage bringing in two exactly, or three bags, yeah. right? Secondly. Um, I'm hoping that the people that went back country and think, Oh, this is a great party place, but it's this I gotta bring this in, I gotta bring this in, I gotta bring I hope they they, they stay Frank country. Yes. I hope that they they <laughs> it was a deterrent enough that they won't that they won't yeah. go back. If, you, if you're learning something from the experience and thinking, you know what? I really got to change my I mindset and do this better, and, do this better yeah. and have a, start asking questions and, and exactly. ch- researching and stuff, not just going back for a party, yeah, you know, then I really hope you do it and you learn from it and you start to, to get right into it. I'm all for that. I don't care who it is. I'm all for people getting back yep. country and learning and seeing stuff and, and whatnot. If you're going back there just to party. Yeah.
1: Don't. Some people just want to go and burn the world down, right? They
0: yeah. don't care. They're yeah. Just, yeah. Well, like I say, when I when I walked into what I or when I paddled into what I paddled into, yeah, having to clean up. Like clean I say, up. I mean, I had a big green. Gar- I always bring an extra big yeah. green garbage bag. And yeah. Care. For any number of like a cover of yeah. a ripped pack, or or, or uh, use it as a rain jacket because my rain jacket ripped. Yeah, you no know, cut an arm and a a, a hole a hole for my head and a yeah. cut arm. Whatever. I always have a, a green garbage bag or two. I always bring it, but to have to carry out somebody else's garbage. Yes, like yeah, we're talking too. plastic spoons and, and cans, you know stuff like that. Yeah. Like cans aren't even allowed in, exactly. in the park, right? So you got to wonder what park staff said to the people when they picked up their passes. They didn't. Everything right now, everything is you reserve online, you print it off at home, you put a copy in your, on your dashboard yeah. and you carry the other copy with you. So that's what I did at Kingscote
1: yep. Lake when I went to And that's what it's like all through but the park But when I right called now. and asked, I said, listen, can I, uh, can I just print it out and put it on the dash? they, they really wanted me to go and check in at the, uh, at the little campground that you check really? in. in. Yeah. Well, see when I, I was didn't, doing my, my I,
0: email, I got said, no, just print it off. We're trying yeah. to limit who comes in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hmm. Different guy. I talked Maybe. to. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't check in. I just went. No, I just threw mine on the yeah. dashboard. Like the yeah. email told me to, And then exactly. I printed off a copy to keep with me. And off yeah. I went. So like I say, it's, 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 there was there was a lot of disappointing things that I didn't have control over. Yeah, I didn't let it totally ruin my trip, even though I did come out a day early. Because there yeah. was a lot of positive things that came out. I saw a lot of really cool things. There was a, yeah. oh. So I'm sitting there the one evening. And I'm getting a nice view of the, of the lake and stuff like that. There was a really nice point that I was out on. And I see this frog coming at me. And he's swimming towards me. I'm thinking, I don't know if he sees me. And all of a sudden there's this swirl frog <laughs> is gone. And I look and I'm peering and there's a snapping turtle. So this frog went right over the snapping turtle. And Gulp. that was the last thing the frog ever did. <laughs> I'm watching this turtle, the snapping turtle, eating this frog. Cool. It, you know, neat. it was, it was a pretty cool thing. I've never seen anything like yeah. that before, but I, there was, there was a couple of garter snakes. There was butterflies. There's a ton. Oh man. The birds were noisy. Oh yeah, like from f- before first light yeah till after dark. Uh oh. Um. What are the smaller woodpeckers? There's piliated, and there's there's red-breasted piliated. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What's the small the smaller ones? Oh, uh, f- a downy downy woodpecker. Downy, yeah. downy something. Whichever the smaller ones are, yeah, yeah. um, between the downy and the and the piliated, I can never remember. Mm-hmm. So there was. Two of them on a tree, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Man, that squirrel is going nuts." (laughs) I look up; it wasn't a squirrel; it was one of the the woodpeckers. Yeah, I've never heard a woodpecker go like (laughs) those kind of noises before. So that's kind of cool. So yeah, so at the end of the day, when I got home, and like I say, there was I was annoyed because I left. There was good and bad. So if you're going out there to, to you know your first time tripping, do a lot of research. Yeah, ask the questions exactly there's lots of forums
1: there's lots of places to go to find information and that when I first started camping here when I moved here in in 2000 it uh, I did a lot of research you know I joined a couple forums to ask questions and so on so it was uh you, you do I did a lot of research to learn I made a lot of mistakes at first right oh yeah but then you learn and and then you give back that information and and so now that I've gathered all this information now that people ask questions I'll help them
0: well, and you know what? That That's, that's the one thing is, like I say, I, I was on a couple portage and was explaining about portage yeah. etiquette, you know, and I think we've even talked to Kevin Callen about this. He says, yeah, the amount of people that don't know exactly. portage etiquette. So all you do is just say, hey, just so you guys know, cause I've been doing this for 25 years yeah. and you guys, you know, you're new says there is a thing called portage etiquette. Just so you know, if somebody's coming with, with a canoe the person you, with the
1: biggest pack or the person yeah, going up to step off to the, the trail let them pass to, yeah sort there's of a right-of-way thing
0: yeah let them know hey I'm, I'm on your right you know or whatever and say come on through that sort of deal and they'll hey thanks man when you do come to a portage that you know if you got more than you're going to make more than one trip yep. just get your stuff out of the way just up the trail you know like 10 feet up 20 yeah. feet up the up the trail yeah move just it to move it side off the opening so other people can come either yeah. way sort of deal like I say, I, I talked to a couple people, and they, and you can, you knew they were they were new and yeah. and whatnot. Just oh, sorry, I didn't know that. So not, not an issue, man. Just letting you know. Yeah, you know that sort of deal. Um, don't take a crap right on the end of the porch. Don't <laughs> leave your socks right uh, or potatoes, socks <laughs> and sip yeah, ties and all that sort <laughs> of stuff. You know, be be uh, respectful because be courteous. Yeah. Um, Treat the backcountry like it's your house. Be respectful. Well, and that's exactly it, right? Yeah. Because. Chances are you're not the last one there. Exactly. And right? why are you going to leave? It? And would you want to show up to what I showed up to? Exactly. Like
1: to destroy the fire pit. I just don't understand. I don't I'm, understand. Because like, that was a
0: gorgeous fire pit. Wh- where's your brain at when you do yeah. something like that? Yeah. And then like I say, there was there was garbage in it. Yeah. There was cans, all that sort of stuff. Hmm. It's like, and who's who's bringing like a, a boatload of plastic forks on a canoe trip? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Uh, You know what? I did have a good time. Um, I was annoyed at a lot of things and and I did leave early, but I'll definitely go back. Hopefully, like, I know I'm I'm going back later in the season and hopefully front country is wide open. And it keeps all the riffraff. All those people can. Yeah. I have never in, I guess the first time up there was 17 years ago now. Oh, yeah. And I've been there multiple times since. Uh, I, I've never seen it that busy and I've never heard it that loud. Yeah. Like that is not a party lake.
1: Yeah. But when, when we met up with you there last year, there was a party going on across right. the lake from us. Yeah. Picture three of those.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, I, like I say, I'm, I'm of two minds of it. I'm hoping that the people that did go really learn something, learn something yeah. and are excited to go back. You know, and... Yeah. You know, or, or they stay away. Or they stay away. Yeah. You know, so I learned that. That's about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's disappointing to get to a backcountry campsite like that and see the the, the level of destruction and disrespect for the backcountry. It, it's like it just shows the total ignorance of some of the people that get back there. And, and, you know, it may not be really their fault just because they don't know. But if you don't know, then maybe you should do a little research. Yeah. Right. Well,
0: you know, and a few people have said, hey, did you report it when you came out? Well, number one, that's the first thing I said the op- yeah, yeah. yeah. The office is closed. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, and I, I, figured, you know what? I was just annoyed at that time yeah. that I better, I'm just going to craft a nice letter and yeah. letter and say, and of course it, it's gotta be people is because the front country isn't open. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I, I fully expect the next time I go there, it'll, it'll be a lot different.
1: Once the front country reopens, yeah, knock
0: on knock wood. On wood. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, once the front country's open and everybody can get yeah. back to their regular, I, I'm, I'm really thinking that uh, it'll be totally be different next time. So, I'm just going to give a little note out to uh, Ontario Parks and say, yeah. hey, just so you know, yeah, I was up. Here's what happened. Mm-hmm. Just for your record book. Yeah. You know, if, if you got rangers out that way, maybe just yeah. take a circle of the lake and Check all the sites because... Exactly, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... It's not a first lake. It's a couple of lakes in. So you got to do a couple of portages through. You'd think that keeps
1: most of the riffraff away. Yeah,
0: but apparently the the riffraff barrier is getting farther. They were very determined. (laughs) They were were determined (laughs) (laughs) riffraff. DRR. So... But uh, yeah, I uh, you know like I say, I was annoyed. But I really encourage people to do their do your their research, research yeah. and yeah. ask the questions and definitely hop in your canoe or well, I even saw a couple of people doing uh, kayaks, okay. portaging a kayak, yeah. a couple of kayaks in. It's like if you want to do that, fill your booties. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. But get back there and learn to do some backcountry camping because you're you're going to see a whole bunch of yes. different things. Uh, but be respectful of other people it's not a it's not a campground people are back there to get away from that campground environment exactly you know uh, have have some respect and and learn while you're out there and and keep your eyes open your ears open and see what's going on around you and have some fun get back to nature yep help, do some meditation help and educate your fellow campers yeah so and if anybody has any questions like I say we're here to a- answer your questions yep. and uh, you know, we, we've always been asked questions about stuff and we're free with our answers. Uh, and if we don't know the answer, we'll definitely point you in the way of somebody that can say, Oh, you know, who yeah. does that? Especially, well, um, Pine Martin, Martin Pine. yeah, uh cause he goes by both. When people say, Hey, uh, what can you tell me about crown camping around here? Yeah. Talk to, talk to Martin. Yeah. He, he's the expert on that. So, you know, if, if we don't know the answers, we know people that will. And, uh, Will point you in that direction. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> Had fun. Yeah. But you know Well anytime you get out fishing is fun. fishing sucked. But you just, yeah. Fish again. <laughs> I did not see they weren't even jumping. Oh yeah. You know how in the evening you see a fish, or first thing in the morning you'll be you'll be out in your canoe paddling, slowly do a nice troll Spoosh. and something splashes over there, so you turn your direction to wherever <laughs> the spot. Nothing. Wow. There were, there was no fish jumping, no hmm. nothing. Had a couple of of nibbles that were, you know, like quick strikes on, on the, uh, the, the the lures and that, but just nothing was, nothing was going. It's been a really
1: hot spring. What was the water temperature in the lake?
0: I even went swimming. So it was, that's, that's why you didn't, so the fish were just deep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that lake is a, is a deep lake, but Mm -hmm. I had, I was down quite the ways. Yeah. I put some good weight on. We've like, I've, I've. I've probably only been skunked on that like twice in 17 years. Hmm. And well, this was the twice. This was the second <laughs> time. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I was very surprised. I figured I'd at least have one trout dinner. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Denied. Yeah. <laughs> so this means I got to go back again. There you go. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to post that video of, um, the, the paper brashay canoe. canoe. Yep. Uh, we're going to throw the question out there. What kind of knife do you bring in the back? Yes. Entry? Um, maybe I'll post one of those pictures of the uh, uh, five-horsepower motor on the back of a kayak. Oh. Take a peek <laughs> at that. <laughs> that. That'll be uh, something to see. Like I say, I'm thinking if I didn't, if I had a light five-horsepower, <laughs> you know how fast you could portage through places? Right. There would be across that lake. Yeah. <laughs> across <laughs> the portage. Across that leg. Big trout and stuff like that, in Algonquin would be awesome. Oh yeah, you can yeah, rip straight across there. <laughs> you can get that lightweight like one pack or something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> one pack, one, one <laughs> kayak, and your so boat motor. The problem and gas. Is, is, a lot of
1: those lakes don't love motors. But Shh. you could do it on Opiango. Yeah, one end
0: of the. Well, that's a four-hour solo paddle. So yeah. 20 minute, I think or it's, 20 minute pipe, but 20 minute, minute powered kayak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> powered guys <laughs> like a bullet going across. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, other than that, you got anything else? I've got nothing. Is that it?
1: Well, I was gonna, we're, we're running along here, but I was just gonna relate some of, the, some of the awkward situations I've come across camping, like you know, like, like, dis- I wouldn't say it was disappointing. So, last year's Spanish River trip for the uh Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run. The water level is so low. It was just a bump and grind the whole way. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't
0: think we did more than
1: like 500 meters of whitewater because there's just no whitewater.
0: Yeah. You know what? Something like that is disappointing on your trip, but it doesn't ruin your trip. No, it so was so still want, fun. Yeah. So it was yeah. still a guy's trip. Yeah. We still had a lot yeah. of fun. So just because, like I say, I mean, I'm saying there's di- it's a, not necessarily a totally disappointing trip. Yeah, it's trip. not a, not a loss. It's just disappointing aspects yeah. to the trip like, i can
1: imagine it would be a very disappointing trip if you had your paddle partner abandon you on a campsite and they just paddled out hey, you think so yeah oh,
0: yeah <laughs> okay unless of course you know the fight was that bad that you're yeah. like, good you're gone how bad was that fight Yeah. i think that friendship ended i'm thinking pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah and you know what i've been on trips where people said are you sure well when uh man camping scott roger uh robinson yeah and i went up, to, Moos up to Moose River to Moose yeah. Moosonee. People were like, have you ever tripped with Scott before? <laughs> no. Are you sure you, you want to go, go? And I was, I was like, oh, why? <laughs> yeah, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and he was even the other way going, because we were totally opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah. And we we're thinking, this is going to end up either really bad. Or really or good. Really, and it was <laughs> like we just totally yeah, fed off yeah. each other and had a blast yeah. so yeah it can go both ways <laughs> you know but yeah yeah to just to get in that much of... i've been in some really doozy arguments with my brother but i wouldn't even think of just deserting him somehow. i know right you know especially that far up north like when you're up well north. no cell no coverage, cell service and stuff like that you have that. to use your thermos to float your way out that's crazy Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> if i'm doing that to somebody their carcass is being left for the bears that's why <laughs> i don't know what happened to my paddle partner i don't know he was there he went for the Thunderbox and never returned never saw him again yeah yeah that's it that's the ticket yeah so all righty another great week it was yes uh you got anything coming up at all any trips planned? Well, yeah, but I talked about them previously, like you know, going
1: up to Tomalgamy, and then... Uh, well, nothing like
0: within the next week or two. No, no,
1: no. no. I'd like to get out, but uh, it's just things are so up in the air with you know
0: schedules and with yeah. work and with... I think I'm going to take the canoe or the kayak out onto uh, Lake Ontario and do some booting around.
1: Yeah, I got to do that too. I, yeah. I've been meaning to get the kayak out and uh, and tool around in Bowmanville there and see what I can find.
0: Yeah, maybe I'm waiting for some nice waves to come up to start doing some surfing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> apparently my kayak, which I'm sitting right beside, yeah, uh, apparently is good for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The wind uh, wave surfing. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Beauty. Alrighty, Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or listen, uh, stream these, uh, our podcasts from iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. You can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com and listen to all 228 of our episodes. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends, uh, share it on social media, and tell your grandma to listen. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's about it. So I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Spest. We'll see you next time.